LOL. Listen out loud, that is. It's time for Anime Jam Session with DJ Ronma S, Mako-chan, and Ari Rockefeller. Hey everyone, welcome to Anime Jam Session, episode number 227. We are that podcast that talks about anime, games, conventions, the fandom, geek stuff, and everything in between. I'm DJ Ron S. I'm Ari Rockefeller. And I have Boozy Pudding. And this podcast is powered by Windows 10. <clears throat> Windows 10, they know what you're doing, whether you want to or not. No, that's Mac OS X. Oof. And they wonder why they can't get an edge in the, in the, in the corporate enterprise world. Alright, before we go into things, Mako, what are you doing with Boozy Pudding? Eating it. Fucking smartass. <laughs> so, um, at some point last week, mm, I'm on my third Boozy Pudding now. Lord, she'll be slurring by the end of the show, folks. Well, I, I have them in shot cups. So it's like it's a full shot cup, it's a two ounce cup, so it's only technically six ounces of boozy pudding. But um I saw this thing on Facebook and it's for pudding shots. Okay. So I joined and I was going through looking at some of the recipes and I'm like, Oh, these recipes look good. Right. So um I was shopping one day, and I saw um, Hershey's is putting out pudding now. Mm-hmm. But not only is it just a regular Hershey bar pudding, it's Mounds and Almond Joy as well. Okay. So I'm big into Almond Joys because sometimes you need some nuts. I, um, <laughs> yeah, I knew that shit was going to happen. I, I knew that. <laughs> So, um, I decided because there's no recipe on there for Almond Joy boozy pudding that I would make my own. So, I followed one of the basic recipes on there, and this shit is so boozy, it's not even funny. See, you're lucky I don't have access to, to the voting section to create votes on the site. Cause I, would put a, I would put a poll up to see how long it'll be before you are slurring your words. Put, get this. Get a straw poll going. There, if there's if, an, if an, I were to go and get some more, I would probably be slurring my words. See, that's just it, Ari. We have an app for that. I just don't have access to it because I never thought I would need it. Hmm. Oh, that's okay. Mm. Anyway, Next time, Next um, time. yeah. Mm-hmm. So I made this up, and there were a lot of pudding shots. So this is the first time I'm actually eating some of them. And it's very, very boozy and very, very boozy tasting. So the next time I make it, and I do have another box of this, I will have to change slightly how I do it. I used a coconut vodka, and instead I need to use a Malibu rum Mm. because it's already sweet. So it's not going to give that, you know, pungent alcohol flavor. Yeah. Um, I need to use chocolate milk instead of whole milk because it needs a little chocolate boost. And I need to put coconut flavoring into the uh, the Cool Whip. Cool Whip? Cool Whip. Okay. Cool Whip. 
Cool whip. And coming soon, as sponsored by Anime Jam Session, coming soon to YouTube, Makoto's Boozy Kitchen! Oh my god, I should so do that. Oh <laughs> And this... I don't know if this is a sad thing, but... I think there are actually listeners and friends of ours that would actually join you on this shit. The idea I had was that Maka would make stuff and then give it to us as her guinea pigs to taste it. See, that's the um, see, that's the B-roll. That's after you know the cooking, you know, the mm -hmm. test. It would be like the scene out of Final Fight where they're tied up and they're tied up to the uh, to the to the dynamite and they have to eat it. You know, like I I'd rather take the death. <laughs> Yeah, I will say, though, that I have to go and get another box of this pudding just to make it normally because it's actually pretty cool. It's got pieces of coconut and almond in it. So it's definitely a weird texture experience. Mm. And if we go to the chat room at live.vognetwork.com, Sarah Ackerman says, That's it, I'm going to get Jaeger. Damn it, Mako-chan. And she follow and this Ray41088 says, I need some nuts right now. And Sarah follows up with, All of us girls need nuts. Okay. Y'all can take that any way you want, okay? I'm just leaving it at that. And Ranger yes, well, I have nuts in my mouth, so there. Uh, you are Crazy. like a squirrel. <laughs> Talk about a Freudian slip. Slip nothing. I did that on purpose. <sighs> and Ranger Serena said she would help you. <laughs> and Sarah Ackman says, I'm so fucking perverted. No, you, you, Sarah, you are a saint compared to the connoisseur of hentai here, Mako-chan. Hi. That's all you need to know. Okay. Three boozy puddings down. God. Alright, let's just roll. Ari, how was your week and how was your day? Um, mostly work-related. I haven't really done anything too special this week. There wasn't any uh, pay-per-views or whatnot, so... Mm -hmm. Okay. There's no real excuse to cook. Uh, let's see, what else is there? Uh, one of our friends' house yesterday... No, not, not yesterday, uh, Sunday after work because, you know... Wanted to hang out and didn't have anything else to do. Right, right. And because he said, hey, come over and go swim. I'm like, okay. So I go home, change into a big floral uh, bathing suit and big loud ass Hawaiian shirt and just drive over there. So in other words, you were cosplaying Gabriel Iglesias. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I didn't bring any change of clothes with me because, you know, didn't think I was going to be going anywhere. And I had all my... My phone and my wallet, and my keys, and all right. different pockets I can take out as needed. And he's, he has a coupon for Olive Garden at the Tour of Italy special. I'm like, hey, let's go to that. I'm like, um, okay. And I didn't have anything to change into, so I ended up like in Olive Garden, totally acting like I wasn't wearing it. Wasn't in the pool about a half hour ago in a semi, and now sitting there in a semi dry bathing suit. But yeah, I, I don't get paid until next week, and uh, I'm strapped for cash the rest of the week until then, so that's how shit's going for me. 
Right. Not as profound as it could be, but you know, whatever. Uh, okay. Sorry about that. Uh, Mako-chan, can you put the pudding down and tell us how was your weekend, how was your day, or else I'll th send Bill Cosby after you? Dude! That's just wrong. I know! Oh my... Where's my booze? <laughs> That's just wrong. Yeah, I know. Um, I said it. Yeah, basically this past week has been kind of boring. Just uh, looking forward to, I guess, further in the week. Because tomorrow I'm going to see the DBZ movie. Oh, you too? Yep. Um, and next Tuesday... I will be hanging out with DJ AJ and probably drinking like crazy. Booze, alcoholic probably. booze show. Yeah, probably. But yeah, um, unless it gets very, very bad and I'm unable to afford to go. But I'm attempting it. Uh, the other thing is, if you hear me cut out, um... Don't worry. I, I, I may go silent and silent you all because the Deadpool movie trailer is supposed to be released at some point tonight. And my guess is they'll wait until right before midnight because they're bastards. But, I, um, I, heard the I, I heard the trailer had a trailer. Yes, the trailer had a trailer. Oh, God. The trailer's trailer is Deadpool sitting on a padded leather seat talking about the trailer. It's Yo, dog, amazing. I heard you like trailers. Yeah, it's it's amazing. Uh, the fact that they're getting really, really into the whole Deadpool stuff and doing little things like that show that, you know, somebody's actually done their homework. But, yeah, so um, if all of a sudden I just pop out and I don't answer you, that is why. And I will be back momentarily after I squee with joy. And if you're not, we're sending Deadpool 28 after you. And how is that going to help? Gives him something to do. Okay. It's still not going to help with putting me back on the show, though. It might if he beats you towards to the show. I don't know. Yeah, no. This is Deadpool. <laughs> watching Deadpool. Oh my god, it would be meta. That would be awesome. And as Dead hard to like Deadpool. <laughs> and as Deadpool 28 says, because Deadpool is love and Deadpool is life. Uh, yes. And yeah. Rageinator asks, but did the trailer's trailer have a trailer? Um, the trailer's trailer did not have a trailer because technically I would assume that the leaked trailer of the trailer would be the trailer's trailer's trailer. Hitch to another trailer. <sighs> and we go to the chat room, live.vognetwork.com. Sarah Ackerman says, every time Michael takes a shot, I'll take a shot. Followed by Deadpool 28 saying, Deadpool wants pudding. Hey, if you're going to try and keep up with me, you know, while I technically have had three of these, you know, puddings, that's technically two shots each. So... You've got six shots. Get to it. You'll kill the poor child. Because I don't have work tomorrow. You'll kill the poor child. We can't do that. Come on. What is, 
the hell is wrong with y'all? What? She said she was gonna go shot the shot. Uh. Hey, you know what? If if I really want to get into it, uh -uh. which I don't, because I would like to get up at some point tomorrow. She said she will do it. So go ahead and do it. Yeah. yeah, so if I really wanted to, like, really get into it, I would pop open the tequila that I have and start doing shots of tequila. <sighs> so, yeah. Mm. And meanwhile, in Mako-chan's head... That is not what's in my head. It now it's in my head. Well, it goes well with the tequila. <laughs> hmm? It goes well with the tequila. Yes, but wouldn't the tequila song go better with tequila? I don't no, have. Low Rider would go better with tequila. <sighs> tequila! You mean this song here? Yep, that's the one. There you go. Oh, okay. Also known as the opening to the George Lopez show. Ah, today's generation. Yeah, I'm not a fan. This would not be the music that I would be listening to while drinking tequila. And mm. uh, Shinji Akari says, trailerception. In regards to the trailer, having a trailer, having a trailer. And technically, the trailer, trailer, trailer had a trailer. Please, you're going to make people's heads explode. No, it's not done by M. Night Shyamala Ding Dong. God. Kitty, you do not want any of that. <laughs> yeah, Kitty, that's my pot pie. Oh, God. <laughs> Sorry, as soon as you said that, I started thinking about the uh, DBZ parody. Did you watch that? Which one? The parody that I posted yesterday on my Facebook. No, I missed that. Ah, oh, stupid. The only thing, only thing I've seen recently was the clip from the from the DBZ abridged movie where Vegeta gets kicked in the dick five hundred times. A thousand times. A thousand times. Well, the thousand that happened on screen, like he gets like yeah. seven or eight of them on screen. I think. <laughs> now, now I have to find this. Keeps kicking me in the dick. <laughs> Why? Why does he keep kicking me in the dick? <laughs> hey, Vegeta. What? <laughs> okay. My weekend day pretty much is, is me just counting down my last days at this job before I start at Microsoft. That's it. Oh, I did get a call from them earlier in the week um, saying that my training is going to start on Monday which kind of slightly changes my, my tentative plans for this weekend but it's all good so I got no problems with that so anywho uh, I upgraded my computer to Windows 10 over the weekend and this thing is Christ they say Windows 7 with XP on steroids on my machine, 
10 is 7 on steroids and speed. I mean, it doesn't help the fact that, you know, this thing has really opened up my internet connection, so I'm just like going at warp factor 10 over here. But I did run into some issues with the networking. I was able to fix it, but I did read this article about Microsoft um, taking your upload and sharing it to download updates with other machines. I don't know if my machine was a part of that, but I did leave that on. So what now what it does is, since I have two computers running Windows 10, whenever there are updates that hit either machine, it'll be sent to either computer within my network. So everybody, people outside my network won't have to get it from me. Uh, and Ari, what did you post in the chat room? Uh, the Bre- the uh, Cooler Bridge movie where uh, the G gets kicked in the dick. Oh, uh, okay. And Marco, uh, what, and what did you link me to? That's hmm? the link. No, I want to know, what did Mako-chan link me to? Oh, that's the one that I was talking about. Okay, I'll leave this over here in the side, and I'll check it out in the in the bed. I didn't know Kaiser Neko had a tumbler. Followed! Alright. Okay, and I think we're good with our weekend day. Um, yes, last week we did talk about Otakon. So we got some news from... We have some follow-up news that was going on at Otakon during the week. So we're going to bring you that and some other stuff. So we're going to go ahead and take our first break. And when we get back, we're going to jump right into the news and let you know what y'all... What you missed while you're at friggin' Otakon, you know? Okay. So, um, we'll be back. We'll be back. Sekai, Hedo 
alright, um, well, I got something to say real quick. Nothing, like, important, important, but it seems that a friend of mine got the, um, the, I'm only gonna say this to piss off Mako-chan. A friend hmm. of mine went out and got the, uh, gyro-flavored chips from Lay's. The gyro-flavored ones? Yeah, the gyro-flavored ones. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And he was saying how it kept tasting like the Tazaki uh, sauce, and I'm like, no, I actually can taste the meat when I when I eat the chips. I mean, cause... well, I don't know because I haven't been able to find them. I've seen them in the little in the little snack packs at Subway. Well, I have not seen them yet. I have seen the biscuits and gravy, and the truffle fries. Well. Those are the only two that I've been able to find so far. Well, this is what we're going to have to do. Um, we're going to have to do a chip exchange and hold on to them till, um, to Cuba to see. Uh, by that point, I'll probably be able to find them all, though. True. <laughs> but better we're talking about almost two months now. True. But better safe than sorry. Know what I mean, Vern? Mm-hmm. All right. Before we uh, continue, I just want to give you all some quick news. Uh, next Saturday. Is it next Saturday? Yes, it is. Next Saturday, August 15th, uh, 2015, is second annual International Sailor Moon Day, hosted by Sailor Moon Meetup, Anime Jam Session, uh, Starlet Creations, and a Yumi Lacquer, and a bunch of other uh, sponsors who help bring us some great prizes. From 12 to 5, we will be... Let's see. Let me let me actually pull this up. I, I should have had this um, up from the get-go, but you know, you know how my mind is. Do you still need me to do the match game stuff? Yeah. Okay. Then I will do that tomorrow. Awesome. The event will be held at Grace and St. Paul's Church Rectory on 123 West 71st Street in New York City from 12 to 5. So join me and a bunch of your favorite uh, awesome cosplayers as we celebrate Sailor Moon. We're doing karaoke cosplay. We're doing Sailor Moon match game. It's going to be pretty freaking fun. And tickets are still available on at the door. Um, if you're not in the New York City area, um, if you go to ismd.salemoonmeetup.org, there are links to other Facebook group events that are going on. We have, uh, believe it or not, we actually have um, International Sailor Moon Day in Australia, in two locations in Australia, which is pretty cool. And the goal is we're going to try to get everybody together from the different events on, on a separate Skype so they can kind of chat with each other or something like that, or we're going to mute it so they can watch or something like that. We'll figure this out one way or another. Um, secondly, I want to say congratulations to uh, one of my to one of my voice acting friends, Kara Edwards. She gave birth to a bouncing baby boy four days ago. Yay! Hooray! Yeah, she thought it was she she was going for a migraine, but it was a little bit more than a migraine. Forty hours and one little C-section later. Hmm. Michael Edwards. Dude has a name already for voice acting. I like that. I would not call a C-section little. <laughs> I'm just saying. Well, if you, that, if you is def- if, that is definitely not a little. I thing. know, but I'm if you follow her on Facebook, she has all these awesome anecdote, pregnancy anecdotes which makes things really cool and I think they were really awesome that she that she posted these. So, you know, and as one person says, congratulations on little Goten. Don't be too shocked when he turns Super Saiyan early. (laughs) 
But then again, if I'm not mistaken, she did the voice of... I think she did the voice of Videl in Dragon Ball Z. That's why... Yeah. I know. making DBZ hmm? references. I know, but I'm just saying... And I, my first next one... Wait. Gohan and Videl had a kid? I don't remember. I mean, because if it happened... Yeah, man. Yeah, that's what I thought. Because I'm like, if it was GT, nobody really cares about GT. You know you want to say it. What? I heard that deep breath of yours. I, heard, I know you want to say it. No. Oh, okay. No, the only thing I was going to say is at the end of the last movie, she mm. was pregnant. Oh, okay. You mean the end theaters? Yeah. No, no, oh, okay, okay. And the battle of God, she ended gotcha. up pregnant. Because yeah, that's right. The movies take place between Z and GT, right? Or oh, between well, Z and Super. Z and Super. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. GT is no longer right. Right. Canon. It, it, GT just got sent to the sun. <laughs> yes. And and as Shinji Akari says in our chat room at live.vognetwork.com, forty hours is rather biblical. Bro, let me tell you, I was born ninety minutes after all my children. That's all you need to know. I'm trying to think uh, my mother went into labor on February 4th and I was born February 6th so there you go with long labor mm. you wasn't coming out without a fight <laughs> oh no the doctors were not letting me out <laughs> it was one of those oh you're not ready yet Oh, you're not ready yet. Oh, you're not ready yet. Holy shit! There's the head. Like, are are, are you an oven, are you a cake that's not ready to be pulled out yet? What? The- I guess so. God, now you got me thinking of look who's talking. Put me back in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> See, I wouldn't mind them doing a reboot of that. That would be a good reboot. I th- yeah yeah. I think that they could get away with doing a reboot of that. Yeah, because it. Oh, yeah. Because it would be a completely different couple, mm-hmm. a completely different baby, and it's a and remember, look who's talking. Take took place in the like early nineties. It's like twenty something years later. Things are mm-hmm. different, you know. So, th- mm-hmm. that's one. I think that's one of the few movie reboots that would actually work. But I think yeah. I think in the movie you'd have to have. Um, you'd have to have a scene where it's John Travolta, Kirstie Alley, and the two kids just like sitting in a park somewhere in the background or something like that. As well, a the kids movie. would be grown. Well, you know, yeah, of course, yeah. So I mean, it someone could might be think they would follow the kids. Mm. So yeah, it could be their kids' kids. Could be that 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 could work. That would be pretty cool. That way, it's bringing in something from the old series and making it modern. Yeah, as opposed to Vacation. As opposed to Ghostbusters. Oh, let's, let, let's not. Let's not. I've already been accused of misogyny once. Let's not go 2-0. and Yeah, well, if you are, then so am I, because that movie's going to suck dick. Yeah. And as I Michael said... Michael Chan's not one to mince words. And as I said, no. they were not... Do, they announced it is going to do another movie, an all-male cast. And as I said, they're only saying that to save... Face because the, the fans were pissed off, and if you read local recent news, they have pretty much have shelved the next movie. Of course they have. They're not going to do anything else with this with this uh, franchise until they know how this movie is going to turn out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the fucked up thing is, people are going to go and see this movie. Yep. 
I, I'm going to say this. Because all of those fucking feminists out there, oh, look, 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 so, you know, all women, all women, all women. They're not looking at the content of the actual freaking movie. Exactly. And I got into an argument with a friend of mine about that. He's saying about the um, feminist aspect. Let me, let me just say this. Dear feminists, I understand where you're coming from, but the main reason why we're pissed about the Ghostbusters reboot is not because it's an all-female cast. If you ask anybody who has known of the new Ghostbusters movie, they know of the women that are in this film. And most of them will tell you they are fans of these women. The problem is, is number one, they, it, they don't like how it's being rebooted. They don't like the uniforms. And they don't like how all four of them will work together. There are people who have suggested casting somebody else instead of this actress. That's what it is. It has nothing to do with the fact that it's an all-female cast. It's more the aspect of they just feel that the, this cast is not going to work. And plus the, the fact that it's supposed to be a grim, comedic variant of The Walking Dead. Are you fucking kidding me? My whole issue is the fact that it's a reboot at all. Mm-hmm. You're in a completely different town with completely different characters. It doesn't need to be a reboot. You can do it as, you know, a... Hell, one of the, uh, as a, one of know, the original a, plot points in Ghostbusters, like the first one that got shelved, mm-hmm. was that there was supposed to be Ghostbusters franchises set up all over the country. Mm-hmm. So I would be perfectly fine with, say, with them taking place of like some... Mick Ghostbusters or whatever you want to describe mm-hmm. it as, you know, in a, some small yeah, town Yeah, make it, make it a fucking spinoff. All right, here's, you know, here's the story of how the Boston, you know, pretending to be New York. Yeah, how, how the fuck do you have the movie take place in Boston? I mean, it filmed in Boston, takes place in New York. They couldn't even get the, the station correct. What the fuck? It, yeah. it, it should be called Ghostbusters LLC. Oh. Uh. It could just be called Ghostbusters Boston. There was no reason to make it a reboot. Or Ghostbusters Inc. That would be a good one. Something like that, too. There was no reason for that. They could have done Ghostbusters in Boston. Then they could have spun it off and did Ghostbusters in L.A. Then they could have spun it off and done something really fucked up and had them actually go to Pennsylvania to Silent Hill. Mm. And the fact that... you know that that would be fucked up. Yes. And, it, and the thing is... Ecto-1 is a modified hearse. Yep. The original Ecto-1 was a modified ambulette car of some of type. And here's the thing. The fucked up train station, 50th Street, NQR. You're off by one fucking number, you fucking idiots. It's 49th Street. God. Do you fucking research. I mean, come on. Alright. I think we're done. Let's move yeah. on. Yeah, you sound like you're about to have an aneurysm. No. Not yet. Not yet. Uh, Mark, I want you to take the the next article. I'm going to jump. I'm going to go after this first one. Okay. Because I know if I give you this one, you're going to go on another tirade. Oh, I have no desire to read this one. Okay. Ugh. <sighs> And before we continue, Shinji Akari says in live.vognetwork.com, Mako-chan, I like your ideas and would like to subscribe to your newsletter. <laughs> That's the whole thing. I mean, uh, uh, 
Just seriously, if they would have put a little bit of thought into it and said, what are the fans going to think that, you know, think of this? And go, hmm, maybe we shouldn't do it as a reboot. Torches, pitchforks, torches, pitchforks, etc. And besides, if you wanted a third Ghostbusters movie, all you had to do is buy Ghostbusters the game. It pretty much is the third movie. That's it. But anywho, let's talk about something else. Kanikuman creator calls out grouping cosplayer on Twitter. For those of you who don't know, Kanikuman is we know it here as Ultimate Muscle. It had I think it had like a one or two year stint on on the Fox Kids block back in the day. But it is a real popu- very popular manga anime, and I believe a series of video games as well. A cosplayer of the title character of the series, Kanikuman, has reportedly been causing a quite a trouble and discovered at the, la- at the Wonderfest in Tokyo, which was, I believe, last weekend, if I'm looking at this correctly. Yes, la- uh, last weekend. Witnesses uh, reported that that he was going around pretty much flipping up skirts of cosplayers and groping the breasts of, co- of cosplayers wearing um, Kigurumis, or better known as adult onesies. Hey, if that's what you want to call them, that's what it is. I don't care. I think Kigurumis are cool. So, there is a picture, if you go to AnimeNewsNetwork.com, there is a picture of him standing behind a, fe- a girl dressed as a Gundam character. You can see he's about to palm her ass. The cosplayer's harassment led to a torrent of complaints on Twitter. And the Gundam cosplayer, she said that he did not have permission to do this. And you know that's always the case. You always ask to do a picture of this or that, and something else happened. You're like, I never said he could do that. And that's the issue. So cosplay is not consent? That's not a thing with these people? In Japan, yes. Because mm-hmm. I guess, you know, when you're surrounding that cosplay, if that, all those photographers surrounding that one cosplay, I guess that's okay. But it's like... That one photographer who goes in a little bit more for a really deep up shot, and that's a no-no. That'll get your camera busted. So, anywho. One person on Twitter repeat, claimed that this guy is a repeat offender who frequents the cosplay areas in the Kanto area. God damn it, Satoshi, where were you when we needed you? Can I have Pikachu electroshock him? But, so many people kept calling him out and shaming him on Twitter... But it took one tweet for this guy to own up and apologize, pretty much, and say, done. The creator of Kanikuman, the manga, Yuta Tamago, tweeted that, if I was there and saw that, I would call him out right away. I'll bet something would happen if he realized if he made the creator mad. The, Good for him yeah. for calling his asshole out on it. Now, the guy in question has a Twitter. He actually tweeted, confessed, and apologized. He says, I personally had no idea it would be this big a deal. Now I feel the terror of the internet. He promised not to do it again and would delete his account. And Yudamago said back, you should apologize to the girls first. Now, what's interesting is that if this happened in the States... Yeah, they would be pissed off. Plague of locusts. Yeah, but That's you know, the metaphor you're looking for. Here. No, 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 no. Because this, like, we've talked about this in the past. Stuff like this does happen. It eventually just fades out. Because as opposed to guests in Japan, oh, you're busted for doing this. I'm sorry, won't happen again. 
here in America, you're busted for this. Well, the person in question has some type of issue, mental issue or this or that. So you, you can't really blame him for that. You oh, see? you totally can. Yeah. But nobody wants to be the bad guy. Like, I'm going to give you a quick example. Now, we talked about in the past, um, Avalon spoke about this one person who was constantly harassing her, and she pretty much blocked him. Come to find out this person was harassing a close female friend of mine, and he pretty much used his excuse of being autistic, of why he's being so forward and this and that, and yeah. See, when you are aware that you have an issue, and you use it as a crutch to kind of get away with shit, you are scum of the earth. That's when people get really pissed at you. Mm-hmm. Hate that fucking self-aware shit. God. At least he's not saying it was self-diagnosed, which mm, let's not let, completely let, let, irrevocable. Oh, let's not. That's just as bad as those people who claim they have PTSD, and they're like, "I have PTSD." Have you been to the doctor to be diagnosed for? Nope. But I read all the symptoms online, and I have it. Ugh. Yeah. Now, this next article I've given to um, Mako. See, Mako. Yeah, I'm. I I was trying to skim through this, mm-hmm. and I, I I'm not quite understanding where they're pulling stuff from. Well, there is. Well, well. First things first. The Trans-Pacific Partnership. Pretty much, there is an actual article that, that this leaked up from the Nikkei that a friend of mine linked me to. Some of the documents in regards to this came from WikiLeaks. It's pretty much where how, you know how, pretty much, here's, here it is quid pro quo. Fan subs are illegal because they're not licensed here in the U.S. Even though you're down, they're giving it away for free, it's not their permission to give it to you at all. Well, yeah, there's licensing issues because you're taking something directly. Mm -hmm. This is stating that cosplay could become illegal. Yeah, and not just that. And I don't see how that works. I do. Else in the fandom, I do. I do. How? I can no. I can understand if you know if it's a cosplay prop that you're selling. I can understand mm-hmm. if, you know, you're making money off of it. Mm-hmm. But dressing up in an outfit, I don't see how that could be illegal. I can see. Now, you might think this is a stretch, but I want you to think about it. It's no different from the fan subs. It's like, let's say I have among an anime series that's very popular in Japan. And let's say, you know, I'm starting, it's just starting up after a few episodes. And of course, I expect to see cosplay of it in Japan. Let's say... I'm online, I see people are, are, are fans of me in the States, and I'm seeing cosplay of it. I didn't say they could do that. They need my permission to, co- to get the co- permission to make that character's costume. Kodansha or Toei, go after them. That's pretty much what it is. That and fan art and everything else. That's what, it's, that's what it is. Even though right now, they pretty much turn a blind eye to fan art and doujins and cosplay, because... That type of stuff they, makes money for the it's, it's free it's, uh, advertising. Exactly. It, it, it is. It's free advertising. Yes. And the people that are getting hounded now are the people selling stuff. Mm-hmm. 
I can't see them going after somebody that isn't making money. Right. You want to dress up as a character and sell prints? Yes, they can come after your ass. Mm -hmm. I can't see them coming after you because you decided that you wanted to draw a character. But the thing if is, you if you want to you know sell that character if you want to sell that painting I can see somebody saying oh no you can't do that that's my character you can't make money off of it but and you're right but like I said it just goes to the aspect of even if you're not making money off it you still don't have my permission to create it at all that's what it boils that's what it, it's just I, I I I can't see it I, I mean, you know what yeah, and you're right I, I, and you're I get right. it I get where yeah. you're coming from. Mm -hmm. But I think this is somebody that is pushing things way, 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 you know, into the holy shit, look, we have to change this. Mm -hmm. It seems a little too knee-jerk and uh, disproportionate. Definitely. I mean, you've got people that have done cosplay of um, art yes. that people have said, please don't do this. Mm -hmm. Like the, uh, the bedroom senshi shit. Yes. Um, she said, please don't do this. And you know what? People did it anyway. Yes. And the thing is, there's no stopping her. Unless they say, you know what? I'm selling that picture. And she goes, wait a minute. You can't. That's my, you know, that's based off of my work. She, you know, mm -hmm. it, it's a permit, you know, it's a politeness. And thing. you know, what? and it was kind of funny. A friend of mine had this art, this, this discussion about it. He thinks he's right, but he's not. He pretty much says that, he, like, he was saying about this. Whoever drew the artwork still don't have permission from the original mangaka to do it anyway, so that person shouldn't be doing it. And I said, hold on, you got that fair use. Here's the difference. That same person who made those laundry, let's say they're selling prints. The original artist can C&D that or take them to court over the aspect of not the design of the character, but the clothing that the character is wearing. You know, the original person can take the person to court if they say this is Sailor Moon lingerie. Mm -hmm. This is Usagi Tsukino. This is Usagi. That's when the person can go. You're using my name. You're using my character. You can't do that. If they go, you know, a random anime girl in lingerie and make it look like, you know, put the Odongo and all of that. That's where you get into the free use, mm -hmm. and that's why some people started getting on Funimation when they made their post, their their, their press release about about trademarks and copyrights and stuff like that. Because well, that's because they were cop. They were basically they were saying that you can't use our name, and most of them, like if you actually read through that, it basically says that if you've got the poster up on your like at your booth. Um, you have to put a piece of tape or a piece of paper or something if it says the name of the show or the name of the character. Mm -hmm. But you can sell it with the name of the show and the name of the character yes. on it. Because, now here's the thing, because something similar happens in the gaming industry a lot. Like, people got, out, got on Sega about uh, when, they, when they shut down Beats of Rage. For those of you who don't know, Beats of Rage is a, is a fi side-scrolling fighting game em emulation based off of Streets of Rage. And... Sega pretty much had to C and D that because here's the thing, if they didn't C and D it, they could have lost the copyrights to Streets of Rage to the Beats of Rage people, and they could not release any more games. It's protecting their IPs so that if they want to do another game, they can do it. That's why a lot of these fan game projects get shut down without proper permission and so forth. 
I just don't like this one piece that says that uh, the sentences of imprisonment as well as monetary fines sufficiently high enough to provide a deterrent to future acts of infringement. Mm. So it's pretty much saying, yeah, the punishment won't be far too severe for the crime. Well, you can't really see the air quotes I'm making, but mm. uh, they're implied, obviously. But yeah, I mean, I get that this is a bad thing. Yes. Because it's going to affect, you know, it's going to affect uh, Star Knight Industries. Mm-hmm. And Seraphita Patches and Kuma Crafts and everybody else out there. Because the only way they're going to be able to do this if they purchase a license to do it. And these small It's going to be disproportionately expensive. Yeah, these, mm-hmm. The only way, unless... They would still be able to put it up on Etsy. Mm-hmm. But they would not be able to use any of the descriptive words... That would tie it into the show. Right. Doesn't Disney do that anyway with uh, people who cosplay the Disney princesses, you know, and make public appearances and whatnot? I don't know, but I Because I've seen a whole lot of, uh, you know, dancing around the uh, copyrighted names. Yeah, and I actually heard... Yeah, yeah. it's it's how they can get away with um, the knockoff costumes. Mm -hmm. Elsa is known as Ice Queen or Ice Princess or something like that. And uh, they do it for all of them. All of the video games, all of the cartoons, all of the anime, all of the, you know, sci-fi shows. They just give it something similar and twist it around, and then they have a crap ton of costumes. <clears throat> and to quote Travis Donovan, so there you go. Yeah, so I, I think this is definitely somebody... Way, way, way jumped into conclusions. Yes, because a lot of this stuff has just come out of WikiLeaks of what's going on. And if you and there is an actual website. Well, like I'm going through here and it's saying stuff about health professionals and, you know, environmentalists and labor groups and stuff like that. So far, I have not seen anything for entertainment. Mm hmm. This is basically saying that, you know, here's some food. You can't, you know, you have to send it to the people that it's supposed to be for. You can't claim that, you know, the milk from here is actually from here. That's what I'm seeing in this. I'm not seeing anything, you know, it might include this, but I don't see anything going, oh, hey, look, you know, these people are dressing up as this character. They're not making money off of it. They're just having fun. Kill them. Yeah. But don't forget, remember, believe it or not, I'm just saying, WikiLeaks is out there, and they've been pretty much on the ball with a lot of stuff that's been going on. But if you go to this, this is dated from last year. We don't know if the updated agreement has changed. You know what I'm saying, people? Mm-hmm. So, and I think, let's say, let's say, like, exports of, like, Japanese, let's say anime is covered. Let's say this isn't part of it. You know what I see happening? A way to make negotiations and like distribution and stuff at lower cost to help everybody around. That's what I see. It's like when um, Ingram Entertainment or Ingram bought Funimation. Everybody thought it was that was it. It was no more. I said, look, Ingram is a distributor. All they're going to do is get. Funimation's DVDs into more store locations at a lower cost to us. And what did they do? They got the Funimation's products were 
in a bigger distribution network. And the cost of their titles went down some. If you notice, around that time, we started getting box sets on the cheap. So... Anywho. Yeah, I'm looking through this, and the last update is from October. Like I said. Even on WikiLeaks, the last update mm -hmm. is from October. Like I said. So, yeah, I think this is just definitely knee-jerk reaction. Yeah, I, like I said, I, I, don't, I don't even think it's going to be, I don't even think it's that bad, you know what I'm saying? Mm. We could be getting all worked up after, over nothing. Yep. That's the fandom for you. Um, are you gonna go I haven't ahead? gone next, so... Yeah, go for sure. it. Yeah. In an awesome fashion mashup... In an awesome fashion mashup that no one could have foreseen, Muslim fans of the Japanese Aliyah fashion have begun pairing these Swedish candy outfits with their hijabs, creating a unique new style <clears throat> that Japanese Aliyah fans are falling in love with. The Aliyah trend, as at its most basic, involves wearing modernized Victorian or... Rococo-style dresses and outfits that are heavily accessorized and painstakingly coordinated into elaborate costumes. The trans fans, called Lolitas, then meet up at various events to spend time together and appreciate each other's outfits, or as they call them, cords. Mm -hmm. Not a term I've heard before, but okay. It's short for coordinations and stuff. I can see that. Gotcha. <clears throat> okay. Anyhow, two mu Muslim Aliyahs, Noor and Alyssa, have pioneered a combination of Aliyah costumes with their Mus Muslim hijab. With fittingly stylish and flamboyant, their costumes fully adhere to religious principles. And there is a whole bunch of links to, to their uh, individual tumblers and uh, blogs, blogs uh, pages. And there's also a nice little gallery of mm -hmm. images on there. I think this is really cool, you know. It's really cool, but it's nothing new. It is, but at the same time, it's not because it's new... It's it's not that it's new. It's just that people are actually seeing it yeah. and realizing that it's out there mm -hmm. because it's becoming more noticeable, yes. more common. Because the 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 cosplay, the Muslim cosplay, has been huge. Mm -hmm. I've seen like Muslim cosplays variants of the Sailor Senshi, which was at Anime Boston earlier this year, which was really mm -hmm. nice. And I saw one like earlier this week or late last week of Hatsune Miku. Yeah, so, I mean, the cosplay ones have been around for quite a while. Because I know those some of those pictures have been going around Facebook for three or four years now. Yeah, there's also, like, Disney ones as well, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, I mean, it, it's not that the idea is new, but, you know, putting, a, pu putting it into Lolita might be, yeah. you know, kind of new. But at the same time, it's kind of progression from... The cosplay. Mm-hmm. But I think it's awesome that they're getting out there and doing their thing and being able to stay with, you know, their religious stuff. Mm-hmm. It just goes to show you that there is no reason why you can't go out and be a geek and still keep to, you know... Regardless of your beliefs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can keep your beliefs and be a geek, or you can keep your beliefs and, you know, dress up as a silly character. You don't have to give up everything. And to quote that meme, she's right, you know. <laughs> <laughs> right. I want to take the next one! Okay. <sighs> Gee, I wonder why. I want to take the next one! 
Fine, I'm taking the last one then. Fine, then I'll take the one in the middle. Fine, it's it, 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 it's it's all yours. Yay! Um, so this is some of the news out of uh, Otakon. Uh, basically, Funimation announced that it has licensed a couple of uh, anime series. One of them being Mako Go Go, which is Speed Racer. So uh, Funimation will release Speed Racer for the first time on Blu-ray and in Japanese with English subtitles. The set will also include the English audio. Uh, the collection will also include episodes that have not been released in North America. Ooh. Um, it has. They have not announced when you know when the release dates will be. Uh, and then it goes into Speed Racer and who owned the licensing before them and blah, 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 blah. Um, but yeah, the uh, Tatsunoko announced in May that it was planning a new license program to reintroduce the property and make the episodes available in high definition. That's going to be um, pretty cool. There's also a new Speed Racer... For a modern audience being developed. I, didn't we talk about that before? I think we might have. Yeah, I think we did. I know there are a bunch of uh, American adaptations of Speed Racer in the animated form, but right, we don't like to talk about them. Alright, I thought I was playing the uh, Japanese one. Let me see if I can find that one. That reminds me, if they're going like, to do go. a new a newer, more modern version of Speed Racer, you think they'll do a version of the theme that doesn't sound like it's being played on an old record player? Well, that's how it was when it came out that year, though. If you think yeah, I know. Here. So, yeah, Funimation is also going to be releasing um, Knowing uh, To Your Other Self on Blu-ray for the first time. Um, uh, blah, blah, blah. The second television anime series, uh, Assassination Classroom, I is heard, going to premiere in 2016. I heard good things about that. And... Uh, yeah, so that's the second anime. Yeah, Funimation streamed the first series as it aired in Japan. Here we go. I mean, you have no idea. Mm -hmm. I when Speed Racer first aired on Cartoon Network, mm -hmm. and it was on at ten o'clock, I would sit there and I, I would watch the hell out of it. I would go to bed after that but I would stay up long enough so I could watch Speed Racer. And then they pushed it back to 11 o'clock, and I didn't give a shit. I stayed up, and I, you know, I watched Speed Racer. And then I found out that it kind of runs in the family because my uncle was completely obsessed with Speed Racer when he was a kid and would stay up late just to watch it. Yeah... That's what I got that part from. <laughs> because his name is actually Mock, if I'm not mistaken. No, no, not Mock. It's Go. Mm -hmm. Something like that. Yeah, because yeah. it's the Mach 5. Yes. And, yeah. Mach 5, go. Where? No, go. Yeah, so? <laughs> if I'm not... It's, it's wordplay. Mm-hmm. Yep. Let's see if I can find this one. And don't forget, there. But in the late '90s, they re they did a reboot 
of the series called The New Adventures of Speed Racing. Wait, was that in America? Yes, this was all American done, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, like I said, we don't like to talk about it. I don't know, it was really good. I have no memories of it, so... I remember this, because this came on, this was on UPN 9, it came on at 9.30 or 10.30 on Sunday mornings. And I think this was all American done. And then, there was another re- reboot about a few years ago, Speed Racer X. And I think this is it right here. Well, Rex is his brother. Yeah. Spoilers. Mm-hmm. It's not. It's not something they don't talk about every time he's on screen for the first time in the episode. Mm-hmm. Like there's seven billion people on the planet. The only person who doesn't know is the fucking dope who's name is the title of the anime. Yeah. Yeah. That was Speed Racer X. Wait, I have to find something. Uh-oh. What are you if looking for? If I can. And if we go into the chat room at live.vognetwork.com, Shinji Akari says, as a kid, Speed Racer was the shit. Rageator says, he never cared for Speed Racer. Dude, that's classic anime, but trust me, I wasn't a big fan of Gotcha Man back in the day. I'm only saying it sparingly because Dark Soccer might come up and hit me with a Shadow Hadouken and I'll be dead. <laughs> uh, let's see what's going on. Um, let's see. Deadpool twenty says, "Dang pot smoking Shaggy." Well, all right then. And Shinji Yukari follows up with Here. Oh, "Star Blazers" and "Battle of the Planets." Okay. Play that one. All right, on it. <laughs> uh oh. No, I have uh, somewhere a CD that has a bunch of Saturday morning cartoon songs. Oh, yeah, yeah, I have, yeah, yes. Yeah, sung by actual um, bands, and this is the Speed Racer one from it. There's a Scooby-Doo sponge. There's a Scooby-Doo cover on there, too. Mm-hmm. I have no idea where that CD went. I know it is somewhere, and... Do you have it all ripped onto your uh, phone? I mean, um, your computer? I don't know. Let me check. I don't think that's one of the ones that I have ripped. I think, was this, and, then, and I'm looking at the video, this is from the Speed Racer movie. The live action one? Yep. Oh, yeah, the name of the CD is called Saturday Morning Cartoons Greatest Hits. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, I would listen to this CD over and over and over and over again. I ain't gonna lie, the, the, the Scooby-Doo cover, no, the Josie and the Pussycats cover was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Alright, let's see if I actually have it on my computer. And as Nemesis 27 said, I watched it on Cartoon Network and didn't know it was an anime later. Funny thing you mentioned that. Um, one of my best friends from high school, absolutely cool with today, we was hanging out at his house and we were watching uh, G-Force. 
And I didn't know that was anime. It was like, wow, you know? And well, there's a lot stopped, of stuff that I was watching. English three times over. Yeah. Hell, three I mean, times. I mean, I don't know about you, but I remember getting up early to watch Voltron, and I didn't even know that's anime. Mm -hmm. And I, I had the entire that, that sounded kind of weird. And I have the entire series on my shelf. I bought at Mong. I think I bought it at Manga Next. So I'm like, this is my childhood. All of this for fifty bucks. Shut up and take my money. <laughs> Unfortunately, I do not have it burned onto my computer. But do you have the original album, though? I have the CD somewhere. I just have no idea where it is. Well, you know, well, you know what's going to happen now. What? You're going to find it? Yes. <laughs> Good. When you Someone's find it, find give it. me the link. <laughs> well, wouldn't it be easier for me to, to acquire it and then give it to you? That's give what I'm us. saying. Gotcha. And I am acquiring it now. Yay! I haven't listened to this CD in forever. But it's a completely awesome CD, and if you get a chance to l actually listen to the music on it, I think you all will enjoy it. Okay, let me close these out. Yeah. Okay, but I think we spent enough time on that, so... Yeah, we did. <laughs> It's almost 11 o'clock. All right. Um, we can quickly run through the next two. Um, Kodansha is releasing the Queen Esmeralda's manga to the States, which is pretty cool. It's, it pretty much follows up with uh, Captain Harlock. That's where those two come together. So, The original manga is coming stateside, so look for it March 2016. Uh, let's see what else. Um, they're building a brand new bullet train to be modeled after Ava Unit 1 in Japan. Get on the goddamn train, Shinji. Yeah. Consider they're calling it the 500 Type Ava. Let's see. Not for nothing, mm -hmm. but I seriously think that America needs to do shit like that. What bullet trains in general? Well, bullet trains in general, but I mean, Japan has all of this, you know, anime-related crap all over the place. Well, whether it's buses or trains or you know stuff like that. It's just all over the place, and the U.S. doesn't do a lot of stuff don't. like that. I mean... Because anything, anything anime is automatically it, considered kitty and immature. It's not even that. I mean, not to this extent. Like, right, like last year, um, when American Dad went to TBS, on the trains out here, they had, picked, they had little, like, like, clip, like, stickers on the doors. That's just advertising. That's yeah, just, you know, that's what they would do. Ads. Yeah, that's the yeah. closest thing. That yeah, but they're not yeah. painting the entire train. Right. Well, that's what well, you know, that's they, what they do in Japan. Well, here's something. I don't know if they if they still do it, but from time to time, there's a shuttle that takes you between Times Square and Grand Central. Sometimes when you sit in that shuttle, the entire interior is painted. Yes, it is a giant advertising for something, but it's completely themed. Like they were, there was like some popular western, and the inside, it was all painted up, like like you were inside a stagecoach. Yes, it was advertising whatever it was, but it was to paint up like a stagecoach on the inside. I thought that was pretty cool. Okay, and now that we've gotten that out of the way, and now that my laptop will turn on. We're going to go ahead and open the Skype line. Um, we do not have a 1-800 number, but 
If you want to contact us, you can go ahead and Skype us at Anime Jam Session. Let us know what you think of the episode so far tonight. If you want to ask us questions about, about some of the topics we've covered, you're more than welcome. But just remember, all calls are limited to two minutes due to time constraints. Now, while that's firing up, um, we're going to go ahead and do the open forum topic. Okay. And open forum topic is where we ask all of you, the fans, questions about the anime, manga, pop culture fandom. We want your opinion about it. This week's open forum topic is fashion trends. We've all watched various animes, which is all kinds of fashion styles and trends. So we ask you, what is your favorite style of Japanese fashion? And if you know the anime you've seen it in, tell us that too. Um, and we got a couple of, uh, we got some few, few answers here. Um, from Serenity1488. She's a big fan of the Seifukus or Sailor Fuku uniforms. And that's pretty cool because you definitely see those when you watch like Sailor Moon or if you watch Ranma, Azumanga Dayo, Lucky Star, and even Evangelion. Even though those, those styles are slightly different, but it's still, that's cool. Uh, Kelly the Mighty says uh, the Chinese style clothing that Ranma shampoo wear from Ranma one half the Queen Giles like the dresses or like the tunic that Ranma wears or when he wears a full outfit that kind of, type of cool stuff I, I like that that's pretty cool um let's see see what else we got here uh Nemesis 47 says uh he is a fan of gothic lolita fashion he finds it awesome and creative when done right. I like to get with that. I mean, I have to say, Lolita style is a, it's just simply amazing. There are some people, there are some women I see in Lolita style. I just want to sit there, like, like, get, like, pull them over for like 10, 15 minutes and just get all these amazing shots. And just so you know, you may not see it all that often. There is a male equivalent of Lolita called Aristocrat. Uh, Sailor Ackman is a fan of kimonos ever since she watched Inuyasha and Bleach. That's cool. And Deadpool28 says, Fashions from anime he is into is the Lolita style, the Seifukus, and maid outfits. Well, yeah. He finds it beautiful and amazing. And moe. Alright, fair enough. I mean, personally, I am a fan of the Lolita style, especially Waloli, because... It, it, it's still that little sub, but it has a more of a western style to it, which is pretty cool. And the, and you see them walking around in a tall as wooden block shoes, which is pretty cool. Um, I'm also a fan, like I said, of the Chinese style clothing you see in Ranma one half because I cosplay Ranma, and you know, and this and the Sailor Fukus, especially if you see the guys wearing it, they they, they look they feel like un, like typical military uniforms in a way to me. And for and just so you know. The Seifukus, the Sailor Fukus, were actually based off of post-World War II U.S. naval uniforms. The more you know. Actually, I heard it was, you know, some, like, like mid-1800s, uh, I think it was Austrian-style uh, school uniforms. Well, it might be that, that's, too. I think that's where the, uh, the idea for the blouse came from, I think. Maybe so. Alright, um... Ari, you have a what's the what's the style that you see fashion style that you like that you see that you think is pretty cool that you like? I forget what it's called, but it's basically these guys dress up like a fifty style greasers. Ah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, with the, oh. with the motorcycle jackets and the outrageously uh, exaggerated pompadours. 
You know, like, they have these big, like, wind tunnels of hair, like, sticking straight up from their head. Mm-hmm. Like, no, cylinders of hair, you know. Yeah, I, for... I'm trying, I'm trying to remember the name, because that is all, that's on the type of, that's on the tip of my head, you know. To register participation for this week's episode of Anime Jam Session on VogNetwork.com, use the passphrase, FOG. Yeah, that's about the only one I like, because mm-hmm. some of the other ones, like the Ganjiro or Gyaru, yeah. styles, those just disturb me. It, it kind of, yeah, I, 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 I kind of get that, you know. Uh, what about Mako? Wait, wait, um, before, before we continue, I found it. It's called Rockabilly. That's the name Rockabilly, of the, that's, that's the name one. of the style, yeah. Case in point, um, Quabra from Yu Yu Hakusho. Kuwabara? Yes. Mm-hmm. I could totally see him tooling around on a motorcycle. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I, I like a lot of the fashion. I can't really say that one is more favorited over mm-hmm. another. Alright, but what are, what are ones that you that you do like though? Um well I like the various Lolitas. Mm-hmm. Um I don't know, I love the the school uniforms, I love the the I don't know, I like a lot of it. I can't just say, oh, yeah, you know, this is the one that I like. Okay, I got you. That's cool. I like the kimono. I like, you know, uh, just I like the look of most of the outfits. You know what? I see, you know, I'm looking at... I'm, <laughs> That's like asking me which pair of pants I like better. I'm looking at this one one <laughs> site, and I see Fairy K. I, I, one of my friends does that type of style. I think that's something you would really like. It's pretty much you're obsessed with cute stuff from the 80s, such as My Little Pony, Care Bears, Strawberry Shortcake. What is it called? Fairy Kai. K-E-I. It's pretty much you running around in 80s-style clothing. Stereotypical 80s-style clothing. This doesn't look like running around in 80s-style clothing. I'm looking at pictures of it. Well, I'm just going by from this one link. Hold on, let me do a quick uh, search. Um... Yeah, that's not yeah. 80s style clothing. And a, no, that's just cutesy clothing with 80s style cartoon pictures. Close enough. No, it's all pinks and pastels. Well, on the on one of the pages, it shows a girl wearing a blue a blue denim vest jacket. So you know. That's yeah, but right everything there. I'm looking at is pinks and pastels. All right, all that right. is so not me. Yes, yes, we we know you're the angry goth Lolita. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, some of the some of the outfits are really cute, but you know, it, it's gotta be. Why has it gotta be pastels? Mm. Well, maybe you're more of a punk Lolita. You would be the one. You would be the one wearing the Lolita dress, walking around with a with, a, with the Singapore cane on your back. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Pretty much, what a gang controlling this side of town, you know. Terrible. Just terrible. <laughs> Alright, since we didn't get any calls on the Skype line, it is sh- I'm shutting it down for tonight. And I guess we go into the, f- the fun part of the show. Strange news from Japan. Oh boy. 
Oh, Mako. I actually had a very hard time trying to find stuff that would be fitting. Mm-hmm. So some of it is um, kind of more information than weird. Not as many mind fucks as usual. Yeah, there wasn't really anything good in the crime section, so then I had to go trolling for other stuff. I, I guess I should take the first one, because... Okay. Man steals woman's shoes, underwear, and then posts photos of them to her. Oh, boy. Tokyo Metropolitan Police have arrested a 48-year-old man for allegedly sending an email to a woman in her 30s containing photos of her shoes and underwear that he had stolen with the, quote, I just snatched your treasures. Further investigation also hinting that the suspect, Shochi Nagata, was in possession of a variable bounty of other women's treasures as well. This led to his arrest, which began in April 2014, August of 2014, when a middle-aged woman caught his eye at a convenience store in the title ward. After following her to her, to her home, he allegedly snuck in and rifled through her belongings. After returning to his own home, he sent the woman the fateful email containing I've snatched your treasures message. According to the police, several other items, including pairs of women's shoes, clothing, and underwear, were found at a location connected to the suspect, and the investigation is still ongoing. Readers of the news naturally had a lot to say, such as, How gentlemanly of him to notify the victim. He's the Arsene Lupin of deviants. At least he'll be ranked highly among perverts. What's this guy's endgame? Didn't he just want to smell them? No. The report says he's unemployed, but I think it should say his job is God of the Perverts. And if you're going to risk your freedom stealing something, might as well make it shoes and underwear. That's a little Hapazai in training. Well, hap- well, maybe. Hapazai is never this nice. Yeah, one of the comments is super hentai common. Mm. <laughs> So we'll take the next yeah. one. Yeah. So, um, Pixar has decided to alter the movie Inside Out for Japanese release. So, localizations? Exactly. Is that always the case? Um, not necessarily. Uh, Look in the second Captain America movie of all the things in Steve Rogers' little notebook that he has to uh, catch up on. It's hmm. different for every language it's in. For every mm-hmm. market. Well, I mean, when something from Japan comes over here, we do end up, you know, doing a little bit of localization. Yeah. Uh, Doraemon, they ditch the chopsticks and eat with forks. Uh, Sailor Moon is called Meatball Head instead of uh, Dumpling Head or Dongo. Mm-hmm. Um, things like that. And it does go back and forth, you know, when something is going to Japan. Um, but this is big. I mean, you're talking about a huge movie, and what they did um, was actually kind of cool. So, um, yeah, what they did, like, there, uh, there's a lot of 
inside out that um, isn't, you know, the emotions and all of that inside the girl's head. Uh, there are scenes where the family is eating and she's having issues with eating broccoli. Mm-hmm. Um, and it says here, to just about any American moviegoer, broccoli is effective shorthand for vegetable widely hated by kids. But in Japan, the healthy food stuff doesn't really have that same image. It's not that Japanese kids are all about eating their vegetables, but rather that broccoli isn't nearly as prevalent in homemade meals as it is in the U.S. Mm-hmm. So it's not really a symbol of being pressured by your parents to, you know, and having that limit, limited control over your life. Um, so what the producers did was they actually did research and tried to find some sort of food that the kids would be able to go, oh, hey, I get that. I hate that. And what they did is they um, ended up using green peppers. Mm. So Pixar, they could have just switched every mention of broccoli to uh, P-Men. Instead, they went back and changed every single image in the movie to show that broccoli was actually green pepper. Well, with the type of technology, it wouldn't be that hard to do, and I think that's pretty cool. Uh, um, but given I, given the number... People eat green peppers on a pizza and no one finds it weird. Yeah, but given the number of scenes in which broccoli is actually in it... Um, it, it's actually a pretty tall order. But the producers felt that it was the right thing to do, and Disney Rep says that the decision was made in order to help the Japanese audience better relate and enjoy the film. Mm-hmm. So uh, what they're actually doing is the dubbed version of Inside Out will have the change... Um, it'll have the animation change and it'll have the word change. But they're also putting out a subtitled version. And in the subtitled version, the visuals will remain um, the same. So it'll actually be broccoli. So a lot of people are going, oh, well, that just means that people are going to go and see the movie twice, and it's giving them more money. And quite frankly, that's probably the case. Wouldn't surprise me. But, I mean, it's the movie Inside Out is for kids, so they're doing it for kids. And most kids aren't going to go and read a movie. Huh. So those that want to keep everything pure, meaning the adults and the Uber fans and all of that, they can go and see the mu- see the movie pure and not have to worry about anything. And then the kids who are going to see the movie to enjoy the movie um, actually have this little bit that, you know, it's kind of cool. I actually hear people are, like, psychiatrists are using Inside Out to, for, as a tool to help help kids understand their emotions and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Like, especially, apparently, for uh, nonverbal people who uh, have trouble, you know, expressing what's wrong with them. It helps. Okay. Um, you continue on. I- I'm going to be muting you. I'm sorry. Oh, God. <laughs> there, There's two different trailers. So Send, um, send us links to both of them. Yeah. I- I'll be gone for a, a little while. 
yeah, yeah, yeah. Mako-chan needs some quiet time, quote unquote. Hush. See okay. what I'm saying? But I want to be horrified about this with every like, together as a group. Oh shit! And I just Japanese I just shared this on my Facebook earlier today, so go for it. Japanese arcade has floor pads so fans can kneel before and leave offerings to their anime crushes. Oh god. I would do this. Even among otaku, those with a fondness for anime series love live are known for being particularly obsessive. As a matter of fact, it wouldn't be much of an exaggeration to say that Love Livers, as a franchise fans are known, worship the show's central characters. Although Sega is best known as a video game publisher, this company is also the primary merchandiser for Love Live, playing a similar role to the one it does for Evangelion. Of course, Sega's long history and expertise in the game industry these days, you'll often find arcades in Japan stuff with Love Live, UFO catcher prizes, and other promotional displays. Apparently, a Twitter user came across a whole wall of Love Live posters featuring the anime cast wearing their costumes from the summer's Love Live School movie theatrical feature. Given the popularity, the posters themselves aren't such a shocking marketing blitz, but what's directly underneath them was more surprising. Spread out in front... Oh god, I'm gonna get sick saying this. <laughs> Spread out in front of the nine core Love Live girls was a series of floor mats for those who felt the need to prostrate themselves in reverence. Christ. And <clears throat> and just to make sure people knew exactly what the mats were for, diagrams were in placed in front of them emblazoned with such text as my goddess. There was even a fan making use of the mats as a company offered a cake to Minamikatori, his anime deity of choice. And oddly enough, I did a love life photo shoot over the weekend and they and the me and the girls we were celebrating uh, I think Kotori's and Nico's birthdays. No, no, no. No, no, no. It wasn't Kotori. It was Honoka. Never mind. Alright. Please continue, Still. sir. Yeah, um... Pretty sure most of those goodies eventually end up in the stomachs of the arcade's employees. Knowing how passionate love livers are, though, we doubt that anyone tried to collect the offerings until after closing time, by which time the cake, which seemed to be cream-heavy enough that it requires refrigeration, would have gone bad. Just so you know, I would I would be doing this. I would do this. Because uh, Nozomi is best idol. When you said doing that, I thought you meant doing it in, like, say, to Minako or uh, Akane. I don't know. Look, if they, if they had something like this set up for the Sailor Senshi, I would do it for Minako. They had it for Run One Half. I would probably do it for Akane, Shampoo, Ukiyo, alright? But right now, Love Live is, like, very freaking popular in Japan. Honestly, if I saw one of those from my favorite anime, so I'll probably take one look at it, get dizzy. My head would start spinning, I'd get dizzy and, pat and black out. Mm. And as Sarah Ackerman says in the chat room, Nico, 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 You need to stop with that. And Deadpool28 says, Love Nico. You can love Nico, but just remember, Nozomi is best idol. Okay. While Mako-chan is off fangirling and having her moment with the uh, Deadpool trailer, we're going to go ahead and wrap shit up. 
So okay, cool. So um, we'll be back.
I'm just gonna sit right here and wait on Mako-chan. You think we should do that? Do what? Just wait for Mako-chan to get back. Nah, shoot. We can just run through it while we're doing this. I'm well, right we, we can run through it while she's watching. Wait, that. wait, I think I heard something. I'm right here. Oh, she's back! <laughs> Changed your underwear. Uh, twice. Oh. <laughs> oh, no master. Seriously, I'm such a Deadpool fangirl, and this thing basically is everything I was hoping for for the movie. So as long as the movie ends up being like the trailer, this shit is going to be awesome. You done now? For now. Once the show's over, I'm going to watch both of the trailers again. Oh, God. What? You have no idea. I actually... I... The, the leaked trailer that um, that was leaked last year, the whole CGI thing, I saved that on my phone so I could watch it over and over and over again and didn't have to worry about, you know, anything. I know. Okay. So I'm just a tiny bit excited. Okay. So um, it's okay. We can wrap up the show now, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. You sure now? Yes. Okay. There's no turning back now, right? Just do it, damn it. Okay. If you like what you heard, tell a friend. They need to tell another friend and so on and so forth. We're independent podcasters and bloggers. We do this for the fun of it. So if we tell you that we like or hated it, we're telling you straight up, no bias or strings attached. Drop us a line at podcast at anime jam session. We want to hear from you. We want to know what's up and what's your thoughts of the show and so forth. So again, that's podcast at animejamsession.com. We're here to believe you. Also check out our website. Um, our podcasts are up, are posted every week along with various articles. Our Otakon article will be up uh, soon. We got some time on that, but I believe I will be posting my NJ Comic Anime Con um, uh, review shortly. Um, I'd like to have that up within the next few days. Um, but definitely, Don't worry, I'm working on the review. Yeah, you got time on that. I got to get my review up. Um, mm-hmm. Check out uh, Podcast Alley, iTunes, Stitcher, Miro, Double Twist, Blueberry, Groove, and TuneIn Radio as well. Those are other places where you can listen to our podcast if you can't access it from our website. Um, if you listen to us on iTunes or Stitcher, please, five-star reviews. That would be really cool if you, if you could do that for us. Check out our YouTube page, youtube.com slash Anime Jam Session TV, where we post all of our convention videos. So swing by and check them out and see if you're in them somewhere. We post our convention videos, cosplay interviews, industry interviews, the whole nine yards. And we also have our own YouTube pages, so you can follow us at, um, me at youtube.com slash ggronmask Ari is at Ari22682 Mako-chan is over at Luna. twitter.com slash anime jam session follow us on twitter for the latest updates to our website, conventions that we're going to and any other cool news so definitely check that out um, if you want to follow us individually on twitter so you know what's going on or our thoughts, you can find me at twitter.com slash ggronmask Ari is at the Ari man and you can find Mako-chan over at Joe Videa. 
facebook.com slash anime jam session we are so getting close to 3,000 it's not even funny and I just gotta say thank you thank you to everybody who has liked our page the articles the photos the videos everything you know as long as you continue to like what we post we're gonna bring you more footage and more, more content that's all we're about if you want to follow us individually on Facebook, I'm at facebook.com slash imgjronmess. Ari is at Ari Rockefeller. And you can find Mako-chan over at Makoto Makochan Kino. And as always, we're here on the VOD Network twice a week, uh, Tuesdays at 9.30 and Thursdays at 2. But we're not the only awesome geek podcast on the VOD Network. You definitely want to check out Star Wars Power Coupling Podcast, The Geek Card, The Bobby Blackwolf Show, Orange Lounge Radio, Critical Myth, British Invaders, Pod Culture, on the Sedation Live, join them as they're winding down their final episodes. Final episode, I do believe, is is well, according to I believe it's December ninth, twelfth, or nineteenth, around that time. Might be December fifth. In December, join them for their final episode as Under Sedation Live rise into the wild, wild sunset. Hopefully, by then, travels will post the podcast. And I meant that. Also check out Electric Sisterhood and Girls Gone Wow. So now we're going to go around the room and give last words. So last words, Ari. The Daily Show is ending this week. I'm disappointed, but I know there's going to be the last few episodes are going to be great. Mm. Last words, Mako. Deadpool. Last words, Mako. Deadpool. <sighs> my last words is I gotta pack up a care pack to send to my grandmother because she wants some stuff, so I gotta do that. That is it. End of list. We are getting out of here. So I'm Ranma. I'm Ari. And I'm Mako chan. Great fight, great night. See you next week. Good night, everybody. Night. So Deadpool wasn't your final words? Hmm? So you're not saying Deadpool as your um as your closer? Night. Say goodnight, Michael Chan. Deadpool! God. <laughs> yeah, that that yeah, that was kinda funny. podcast has been a production of Anime Jam Session and AJS Productions. No fanboys and fangirls were hurt, maimed, shot, electrocuted, or pistol whipped in this episode. For now. The views, opinions, and thoughts expressioned on this show do not reflect the staff or the network as a whole. But we're still right, dammit. For transcripts of this episode, start typing. Check us out at AnimeJamSession.com and vognetwork.com for more information about us and other programming. Jamatane!